Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, here we are in France on a motorway once more, but this time it's different. This time it's different because uh, we've got a world champion in the car with us, in Ellen van Dijk. Ellen, we never gave you a choice. We didn't give Cadell Evans really a choice about whether or not he was part of the podcast. We didn't give Marcel Kittel a choice about whether or not he was in the podcast. And I'm afraid, well, you do have a choice. But you don't really have a choice. Well, <laughs> welcome to Never Stray's Car, Ellen. Thank you, thank you. I just ended up in here, and I don't know. I think yesterday you asked me, like, you can stay quiet, but that's a bit weird, right? So, yeah, totally yeah, weird. Okay, well, I'm totally just weird. here. Totally weird, and also even more boring than actually listening to this podcast, you know, remotely. Just sitting in the car and listening to it being recorded live would be incredibly boring, I think. Don't you think? Like, unless you're contributing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Some people might love it being in a car. Yeah. Oh, what selling the selling the empty seats? Yeah. Be a bit Mm. tight though, in the back of us (laughs) two fatties. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, What everyone get up to? You did a load of sports this morning. Both Ellen and David did a mega amount of sports. Ellen, we had a bit of a interesting morning, didn't we, at Clermont Ferrand Airport? We did, and it's it's about time to to tell the listeners that it's a special day today, right? Oh, oh yes. Happy birthday to you. Oh, this is unprecedented. Happy birthday to you. This is unprecedented. Happy birthday, dear Ned. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. That's really kind. And why is it unprecedented? Can you let you can you, you must know. Why? Because me and David, without fail, forget it's your birthday. Every I know. Year. Everyone's remembered this year. Yeah. Ellen was right straight out of the blocks. Happy birthday, Ned, at breakfast. That was really kind of you. Laura Messeguer from uh, Eurosports. Met her at the lift. Happy birthday. She's always... I don't know why Laura is... She's a lovely person. She's great at remembering my birthday. Every single year she remembers. Like, And then Pete took you a little while, didn't it? But then you had this sudden moment of revelation in the lobby of the hotel. Yeah, I did. I was speaking to Vaughn yesterday. And I was like, I am not going to forget. Came, <laughs> came down for breakfast. Firstly didn't even notice any of you guys were at breakfast. You know when your like, eyes are regaining focus and you've just literally got out of bed? Yeah, I know that feeling very well. Yeah. Uh, so then I forgot, but then yeah, I remember quite early on and I was playing <laughs> along with the fact that we weren't gonna sort of remind David. Yeah, we thought it'd be fun to just not tell David. But David's had a busy, busy morning. I had a very busy morning. Yeah. But that was no excuse for forgetting considering I knew it was your birthday. How did you find out? I was sitting there watching the bike race and they put Caleb Ewan on and were saying it's his birthday and I was like, oh wait, it's Ned's birthday. It's the same birthday as Caleb Ewan. Same birthday as Caleb Ewan. Yeah. And that was the only reason otherwise there's no way I'd have remembered. (laughs) And then you punched me really hard in the arm. Oh yeah. That's quite (laughs) weird actually that. It was like when when you suddenly realised it was my birthday, you whacked me in the arm. 
I was quite shocked actually. I thought, what have I done wrong? It was a friendly, right. friendly punch. Yeah, but you just. But that's the thing. You don't know your own strength, David, because you're so fit. So, so, fit. so fit. He just told me so he's so fit. fit. I said, I heard Ned told me this morning that you're so fit, David. And all he said was, yes, that's very true. Didn't yeah. deny it. There's no point in lying. It's a, <laughs> it's a fact. Just <laughs> taking yeah, ownership. <laughs> Even of his form. Everything. Uh, we're at a payage now, aren't we? Right. What are you doing? Have you got an app? What? This is next level. It's going, oh, you're just using Apple. Apple Pay yeah. on a payage. Again, unprecedented. Also, totally ineffective. It's not worth. Oh, no, the barrier's gone up. David, how many pairs of sunglasses do you have on this race? Because I've uh, just noticed these for the first time. Yeah, I just found them in my bag. I found them in my bag. I um, love them. That's a style icon. They are class. He is a style icon. I'm really fit as well. I'm going to have to try them on. So very fit. I'm going to have to try them on. Yeah, you can, Pete. I'll let you. You can borrow them. I've got one, two, three, three pairs of casual glasses, sunglasses, and and one pair of sports glasses. Performance. Performance wear. Yeah. Got to mix it up. Yeah. These are nice these ones. Yeah. They're a British brand. That little bit of plastic on the side that's quite unnoticeable. Noticeable. Kind of is retro, very cool. Yeah, well cool. Kind of like what explorer's glasses. I can't remember the brand. I can't I haven't got the hands to get to it. So No, no, no. Small well, it's all in the detail, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Riom, why does that ring a bell? Riom. Why does that ring a bell? <laughs> I've no idea. Um anyway, uh yeah, so bike we had a bike race today. We had a bike race. We did. That oh, was an amazing start. Crazy start. Absolutely. I had no idea what was going on. At one point, David, I said to you, what's going... Well, I don't understand this bike race. And you said, I think you said, nor do they. Yeah, it was one of those days where it was just so hard that nobody... Ever, it was just a breakaway that was going to go on strength. So it was like they were just punching each other as hard as they could over and over again. Yeah. With no tactics whatsoever. It was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I've brilliant. got two men of the match. Yep. One being Chris Nylands, and also Alaphilippe, because yeah. he didn't give up on getting to the breakaway, and he tried a few times before he finally su- succeeded. He but was strong today, actually, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. And yeah. he had to punch across on numerous occasions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your? What was your performance of the day, Ellen? Do you think, like in terms of the race and the way it played out? Yeah, this Nieland. To be honest, I didn't know him before. I never heard of him before. But I checked him, and he's from um, Latvia. Yep, correct. And it's always super cold in Latvia, as far as I know, in winter. And today it was like forty degrees almost. So oh, I thought cr- yeah. it's even more impressive that on a day like this, he he performed so well, and he just kept going for it and. I, I really liked it that he didn't look back. You were saying it in the commentary. That's so cool to see that somebody's just going full gas to the line. And you don't know if you make it, but at least you just gave it all. So, yeah, yeah I really, really uh, enjoyed that. And special mention to his teammate, Nick Schultz, who yeah. set it all up. That was an insanely strong ride. It, it was, was. They rode perfectly as a Premier Tech, but it just didn't have the legs. But it was a, off the back of Mike Woods. It's kind of, they're doing a bit Giro action there, aren't they? Uh, they are. They've, they are. They've suddenly found their mojo, haven't they? They have, haven't they? As a team. Um, it's impressive. But also, they lied to Chris Snellens on team radio. Oh, no. Again. Well, not them again, but another director. I don't know who, I don't know who the director's voice was, actually. Dirk um, Demol, I think. Was it Dirk Demol? Yes, I think you might be right. Dirk Demol's voice came on and he said, um, Go, 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 go. You've got this. You believe that you're fantastic today. He said, you're fantastic today. This is so good. And he said, they're behind. They're beaten. There's no way they come back. Huh? No way. It's impossible for them now. 
Uh, go, like go, 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 it's a fantastic ride. Like a white lie. And it was, yeah. And it didn't quite work out like that's agonizing, but uh, no, it's a, it was a good ride. But also, Pay Your Bill Bow um, was. So, that was so good. Yeah. He's in good form. I couldn't believe, he was one of those riders I couldn't believe hadn't won a stage of the Tour de France. That kind of really surprised me. I had to double check. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. And that, was just, that was great. Sorry, Ned, for the whole team, wasn't it? And for Barring, and, yeah. and also and for, your brother. for Bill Bauer, yeah, for your my brother, brother. Yeah. but I mean Bill Bauer as well. He was so so, so emotional. Yeah, well, he's yeah. really rightly so. But. Yeah, he was very obviously very close to Gino Meda. I didn't realise that Gino Meda had a dog, and his dog was called Peo. Yeah, yeah, uh, I knew that. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. He found it in Bill Bauer. He found yeah. it in Bill Bauer. Yeah, a stray, stray dog that he yeah. um, took care of. David, didn't you find a dog once? Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, your dog oh, found yeah, you. Oh, yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You still have it? Yeah, Guinness. He's oh, a right. legend. He Guinness turned up insane. at our house. He's insane. Loves Ned. Oh, loves me. Loves all humans, actually. Yeah. I was overwhelmed dog. by Guinness, actually. Everyone is. I was Guinness overwhelmed, is overwhelmed by the love. By Guinness. I, yeah, Guinness has a lot of love. Um, a lot of love to give. And it just wanted to be really close to my left leg uh, oh. all the time I was staying at your house. It's a good name. Is it named after the beer? Well, yeah, because he's... Well, I'll tell you the story, Alan. I was going out on my mind's back early one morning, and this is just at the end of lockdown in 2020. And I was out at the bike shed, and getting my, it was like 6.30, that, uh, everyone was asleep. And I felt something on my feet, and I jumped, and I absolutely uh, bricked myself. I looked down, and there was this black puppy at my feet. And we live in a farmhouse, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Oh, Guinness was a puppy back then. Yeah, he really? was a puppy, quite a big puppy. He was like probably about four months old. Oh my God. And, uh, and I was like, what? And I went and woke up my wife and she just loves animals. So she lost her mind. Uh, <laughs> and I went out on my bike ride and I felt terrible. So I turned around and came back and it's about an hour later and the kids were all playing with it and they'd already named him. He's black and he's got a white chest. And they called him Guinness. Ah, oh, cool. And then we That's looked around everywhere story. to find the owner. And it looks like he was just a, a lockdown puppy that had been dumped. Aww. I mean, hats off to him dumping him near our house because he couldn't have had a better home. But yes, that's Guinness. I'll show you pictures later. He's yeah, very cute. Yeah, yeah. David, you've got another dog as well, haven't you? Sandy, she's an absolute freak of a dog. She's half, we got her from a, a pound. Um, and she's half Alsatian, half Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> she's a freak of nature she was the only one to survive her litter she's interesting she's, <laughs> she's quite a lot smaller than Guinness right oh yeah yeah but she's totally size. like in charge oh yeah she's a weapon love, I just, love Sandy yeah yeah. she's yeah. cute so yeah so we have dogs do you have dogs Pete you don't have animals do you no I, I think I've explained on the podcast about Gus um, I'd, we've done so many pods since I've forgotten family them, so. dog oh. that we had uh, golden tr- Labrador retriever yeah uh, but it was dr- it was the it was just ro- uh, it was the wrong time right. to have a dog because right. I was going away. Well, as as I still am a lot, and he was a puppy and he was crazy, and we just couldn't train him. And Paul Lauren at home just didn't have enough time. Then every time I came home as a stress bike rider, I was always first up to go for training, and he was always going mental because he was dead hungry, wanting his food, or there'd be like the biggest poo you've ever seen on the kitchen floor. <laughs> and then he also just like ripped apart our kitchen. So there's still marks of Gus all over our kitchen now, skirting boards, table legs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we ended up giving him to a lovely family because we just felt guilty, basically, because we just didn't have enough time. Colin wasn't fair on him, like no. on the dog. No. Know? Ellen, yeah. have you got, do you guys have uh, pets? No, nothing at all, actually. 
did you like like when you when you grew when you grew up uh like, no just a hamster but it never lasted very long uh, when i had to take care of him hamsters <laughs> don't last long do they they just like yeah i don't know if it was him or me i think it was it was more <laughs> up to me <laughs> <laughs> what was his name uh pinkle Pinkle Pinklejeer. Pink <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. That is a great. So Dutch as well. That's <laughs> what is? Tell me. We were talking this morning. Oh, sorry, I put it in. So you, you and me, Ellen. We were in. Um, Ellen. So Ellen is multitasking here. She's t- trying to t- like fix the sat nav situation <laughs> in the front. I'm a woman, so I can do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're passing Movistar's hotel. There you go. Um, Matthew Jorgensen of Movistar came up with a great quote this morning that Daniel put online. Saying, um, I really hope I don't get in the break today. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. <laughs> he almost did it by accident on that was first a hard, climb. Such a hard day. <laughs> such a hard day. Um, uh, Ellen, we were talking because we had a lot of time, you and me, at Clermont-Ferrand Airport this morning. Yeah, we get to know each other eh, today. Really well. There yeah. was a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, because um, there are three flights in and out of Clermont-Ferrand Airport, all Air France flights from Paris. And we hoped that the early morning flight had your bike on it because guess what your bike went missing didn't it yep yep it did so yeah i mean what better way to celebrate your birthday than to go with me to the airport and wait there for almost two hours to yeah. see if my bike was there and it was there it so was already you're <laughs> ahead of cadell evans who, <laughs> yeah. as i explained to you his bike didn't appear for six days and he just eventually had arrived at the airport where he was flying back home so um, yeah cadell's turning in his itv grave right now because we're still talking about it yeah, brother Cadell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He listens avid, to the podcast. Listener of the pod. Hi, Cadell. Hi, Cadell. Brother Cadell. Hi, Cadell. There you go. That's from sister Ellen. Um, <laughs> uh, and but no, we, we started talking about all sorts because I was just insanely curious. I was picking your brain about you know kind of bike riders and stuff, and uh, we started talking about Mariana Vos. Yeah. And her family, Hank and uh, you. Cory. Cory. Connie, 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 I think. Connie, yeah. Uh, Mariana's uh, parents and Anton, her brother. And I couldn't remember the name of her cat. Shecky. That's it. <laughs> and am I right in thinking that means cigarette paper? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and and you know where this name comes from, I guess. Well, yeah, I don't, you know. Or like I mean, a Rizzler. Yeah, Rizzler, exactly. Rizzler. So that would be the name of the cat in yeah, English. Rizzler. It's quite a good. <laughs> name also. Yeah. Well, uh, cool Hank, name. I think I'm right saying that Hank and Connie both smoke roll-up cigarettes. No, uh, I don't think Hank smokes. Oh, so it's just Connie. But Connie makes up for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're amazing. They're lovely people. The whole family is really nice. But it's quite because they used to. I don't know whether they still do, but they used to come to a lot of Mariana's races. And I first met them on the women's tour when I was working with Mariana there. And she wasn't even in the race. She was just doing punditry. Um, just punditry. Just punditry. Just. Oh, sorry, Pete. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Alan. Oh, again, well, please. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No. Um, but yeah, Mariana Foster. Yeah, cat called. If well, Rizzler. By on that way, note, if I get if we our family get to another pet, definitely calling it Rizzler. Yeah. Why not? Hundred percent. Yeah. Great name. Yeah. Do you know it's not? Do you know? So it's a French brand, isn't it? Rizzler of cigarette paper. It. Yeah, and it's actually ri, as in rice, la, as in the, and then there's there's a little cross at the end, croix, ri la croix, not Rizzler. Mm. Oh, there you go. What's Fun one, fact. What's the one with a duck on it? Oh, uh, I don't know. Aren't, aren't they Rizzlers? No, Rizzlers just say Rizzler. Oh, they do. Yeah. What's a duck? <laughs> I don't know the I duck one. Oh, maybe that they're, they're the butt ends. They're the bit that goes okay. in the Rizzler. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah anyway yeah um so that yeah so that was that really um yeah Jonas did, yes did you did you get any birthday presents today actually Ned well Pete's gone and bought me a cake yeah um and you and which I'm very grateful. It's just sitting in the footwell of just by Pete's feet, and he's having to scrunch up to avoid actually stepping it. It looks quite. Looks like it needs chocolatey. to be in a fridge. Yeah, slightly. But the aircon's working quite well in this car. Yeah. And, um, yeah. um, other than that, Ellen, no. Ah, but did you have any expectations of today? Or well, after w- last year. After last year, well, last year was. Forget. That's quite <laughs> interesting. Quite a lot of parallels because last year was Lizzie's first day. Oh yeah. And Lizzie is a teammate of Ellen and Lizzie's uh, expected due date of baby Shay expected is exactly the same as your yeah. due date Ellen yeah we, we have a, a shared fragile um, fragile no not fragile uh, fertile day <laughs> I think oh, okay. um, <laughs> and and, uh, and the parallels don't end there and it was my birthday when Lizzie first arrived your my birthday when you the first day you've been working with us and Pete, and this is relevant for you as well, um, like Lizzie, Ellen is vegetarian. So now 50% oh, of this yeah. car is vegetarian. So there we go. A few power. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But Ellen, um, last year when Lizzie joined us, we were in Megev in the Alps, which is, I don't know if you've been oh, there. Oh, it's right fancy. Yeah, we go there again, right? We go there again. Yeah. It is so expensive. Oh, yeah. And the Tour de France was in town and all the restaurants were absolutely full. And it was a beautiful Monday evening. Um, we managed to somehow get a table at a restaurant in Megev and it was astonishingly expensive. I mean, last night's dinner was quite expensive that we didn't pay for. Um, <laughs> but the one in Megev was off the scale. I'd happily pay again, though. For the Megev meal? Yeah. For the artichoke. The artichoke. I've never <laughs> seen an artichoke like it. <laughs> yeah. David? It was mad. It was mad. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but we're not going to be having that this evening. We're in the backwater, it looks like we're heading to. Yeah. The proper kind of French loggy side of the road. Two star. Lovely. Deux, deux, deux étoiles. Uh, yeah. Relais. Pleather sofas in the foyer. We've already looked at We got such a kick Red out of looking at the... Sofa. We did a Google Images search on the hotel, yeah. didn't we? And loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved the look of it because it's so Tour de France. Yeah. So classic. And I rang up to... Because we got... How long have we got now? just under an hour um i rang up to say we're gonna you know we're on our way we want to eat dinner can we reserve a table and the restaurant and he was just like the guy was just like friendly but he was like yeah and i said well it's like you, you want know, to, wait here, to say really? table, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so table for four you know around about 80 o'clock yeah whatever you know, just turn up you know so i'm interested in seeing what the vegetarian options are going to be in this place <laughs> maybe an omelette chips and peppercorn sauce and <laughs> yeah yeah and we went to, so we you had an omelette last night yeah, but it was a really good one. Really good. Yeah, it looked good, actually. Yeah, we went to a very expensive restaurant last night. And I was intent on uh, paying for all of your dinners. And in the end, our, our producer, James, just... Because you're on another podcast. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was still on a high from doing my Times Literary Supplement <laughs> podcast. Um, 
but uh, in the end james very kindly offered to pay for it so i'm, I'm gonna buy dinner t today <laughs> instead in this two-star hotel but it was so funny last night because it really was a, a kind of proper french dining experience wasn't it the food mm -hmm. was exquisitely presented it was beautiful actually it taste it looked and tasted beautiful all the all the courses um with it starting with a little amuse bouche uh, and all that sort of thing and the waiter was so serious <laughs> yeah wasn't he yeah he was taking pride in his job and rightfully so it was um and he was actually quite nice with it he wasn't parisian confrontational no no not at all no no, no. it was quite just discreet yeah very discreet but it was like because he because i made the booking and i kind of was the first person to walk in i kind of like i don't know i was, I was just trying to organize it all um he referred to deferred and referred to me in this kind of incredibly quiet tones so when he had something to say he'd kind of bend down and whisper into my ear in this quiet yeah. accent did you notice that yeah yeah i was wondering what kind of secrets he was telling you because yeah, i no. don't understand all the french and i was like oh, there's something going on next to me here it was all about the food okay it was all about the food. <laughs> i would say the same it was so interesting because we 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 had steak didn't we david we uh, did uh, when, and when, foie gras and foie Oh, you didn't need to tell the listeners that. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, when a handsome um, young waiter whispers in my ear, I also say that it's, it's about the food. Oh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just about the steak, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they delivered the steaks because a few of us had steak. They delivered the steaks and then I think the omelettes were still to come, weren't they? And we were all, because we we're a small party, we were all waiting out of politeness for everybody to have their their food served and he bent down and whispered into my ear in French he, and he explained um, he said actually um, I think it's quite important if you could ask your the monsieur in your party who have ordered the steak that you don't wait for your colleagues and that you start eating now yeah. uh, because the steak has been timed to be delivered to your table and precisely this point and it needs to be started now to be eaten if you wouldn't mind it was a kind of really soft <laughs> soft instruction um but yeah so i did do what i was, did what i was told but yeah there we go any more to be said about the bike race today a little bit um yeah david so. you go pete uh i don't know the highlight for me was the vinegar pagacha move early doors early doors yeah and actually for the first time well, not the first time, but in a situation like that, it's the first time I've seen Vinegard looking more control than Bogatra. I actually f felt like Bogatra looked a bit like his, I don't know, like it rustled his feathers a little bit. He wasn't just, he looked comfortable. He looked, I mean, physically, but it was just a, a bit in terms of his team and where everyone was, where Vinegard seemed to just be like, yeah. I'm, it I'm was here. a soft power move, wasn't it? Yeah. It was kind of just bridged across and what I find amazing about that sort of thing because the day after a rest day is horrible at the best of times and arguably the course today is one of the kind of harder stages because of the very nature of the fact it was a hill from the start and it's that awkward sort of gradient where it goes fast and you can sit in the wheels so it's double down suffering because you're kind of hanging on wishing you could get dropped and um, and it was all just going nuts at the beginning and rather than have his team kind of go and control it he was like boys you stay there i'll go and deal with this and it's like whoa it kind of yeah. wakes up to just how good the guys racing for the overall gcr because even the best breakaway riders are completely pinned and yeah. doing everything they can within their power to make the break and the gc players just go and dance up there and just market themselves to save their team for a bit and you're like ooh, and I, and i guess what <laughs> yeah and i guess for me why i'm so 
I don't know, like into that move from Vinegar because it was just great, wasn't it? To see him actually for once. Not for once, because obviously he's done an amazing tax and rides last year on the Granon, for example. But in a situation like this, he usually heavily relies on his team. Yeah. But it was great to see him show a bit of himself and be like, actually, I'm just going to go with a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ellen, and Jumbo Visma, obviously being a Dutch team, mm-hmm. is Vingegaard kind of... What do the Dutch feel about Vingegaard? I don't think that much, to be honest. I feel like he's not really one of, of the Dutch... He's in a Dutch team, but people in the Netherlands don't know him so well. I think he's super popular in Denmark. Last sure. year, I saw uh, when after he won the tour, he went to back to Denmark and there was a big, big celebration with looked like all of Denmark was there. But in the Netherlands, um, no, I don't think he, he uh, he's super popular. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's, it's, I mean, is Jumbo Visma kind of celebrated because it's a Dutch team? I mean, do you have a Dutch cycling fans instinctively Jumbo Visma fans or do they just or do they just follow the riders who they like sort of thing for, um, both the men and the women yeah then? I think they have yeah they have more connection to Jumbo Visma for sure like yeah. if you if you ask a stranger on the street they they would know Jumbo Visma as the D Dutch team with the the best riders um, but yeah I still they are they are cheering more loudly for for the Dutchies of course than for the foreigners in the team yeah, 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 yeah. Quite uh, a little bit of a side note. I just drove. Well, we just drove past like a um, huge field of um, sunflowers. Yeah. Like, is there a point or a time of year where they just cut them down and send them to the shops, or or they just let them die? So we have loads of sunflower fields around where I live, and I think they do it to. Oh, so I'm gonna get blasted. Go on, go on, go out on a limb. Yeah. Go on, go on. Uh, go on. To kind of rotate crops. So that a year they'll do sunflower and they kind of just let them but they take die the har- and they then, they the seed, the- then they harvest them, but they don't let them die completely. They're, these aren't sunflowers for flowers for shops. Oh, okay, because the they're seeds. a lot smaller, aren't they? No, yeah. is, these are sunflower for sunflower oil. S- sunflower oil. These yeah, ones, so they're yeah. harvesting yeah. So they'll yeah. harvest the heads. Yeah, ah. Ah, but they let them die. It's, no, like, no, it's they- really sad because you kind of just watch them wither on the stem. And it's oh. like all of a sudden you go from the glorious yellow to just Armageddon. Well, do you remember the COVID year, 2020, when the Tour de France was in September? And they were passing through fields of sunflowers that were dead. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah. It was so poignant, wasn't yeah. it? Um, but I think they just let the... Fl- I think you're right. They let the flowering stop and then the seeds kind of like ripen in the in the head and then they harvest the head. So what's, how do, what's the difference between the sunflowers that are sold in shops and the sunflowers that are... Because the ones I've just passed are huge. Like you wouldn't be able to fit it through a co-op door. That's because they're farmers. So they're, far, they're like they've prepared the soil and it's irrigation okay. and probably fertilizers. You know that's there that's, we go. Yeah, size I know of them. But I don't think there's any difference, Pete. Sunflowers are sunflower. All right. Tournoi Yeah. Well, there we go. All right. I can't think of anything else to say. Really. Little nod to Wout van Aert. To Maybe going home or not. And big rumor. Big rumor. I rumor mill. Just, I think it's just a rumor. Yeah. It was nice to see him and Matthew off the front there, you know, for a moment. Yeah. Their old alliance. Hey, Ellen, what's yeah. Matthew like? Matthew, uh, hmm. yeah, what is he like? Well, um, yeah, he's a nice guy. He's uh, always having fun on the dinner table, I think, with his uh, with his teammates. Yeah. And yeah, he's a social and, and nice guy. Yeah. yeah. What to what's, say about what's him? What's uh, Jasper Stuyven like? 
<laughs> this is nasty. <laughs> 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 he also is a nice guy. He's also <laughs> having fun on the day. No, no. Yeah. We were talking about him yesterday, but uh, yeah, he's my teammate in Little Track, and um, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's also a very social guy. Like, um, I joined the team presentation, or the no, not not the team presentation, the sponsor presentation in Bilbao, be, in, just in front of the tour, just before the tour started. And um, yeah, I spoke to all the guys and they, they asked me how I was doing with the pregnancy and everything. So they are, they are quite connected to the, to the women's team. So that's, that's really nice to, um, yeah, to notice. Oh, can you get hold of any of that Lidl merch? Like the swimming shorts and the towels? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, yeah, I, w- I will ask. I will see what, yes. what I can do for you. Yeah? That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm all over that. That's my summer. That's this summer, Pete, Lidl swimming shorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Please. Yeah, and you're a style Socks icon, well. so yeah. Yeah, Thanks. and he's yeah. very fit. And very fit. So. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <Just laughs> Good-looking, fit, yeah. intelligent. Oh, but actually, just I so I everyone knows, they're talking about David, not me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I have a question about Wout van Aert because what do you guys actually think of it that he wants to go home when his when his wife is uh, is I getting cool. a baby? I think it's cool, and I think it's cool that I think I mean unimaginable like 20 years ago so you drop you drop everything for the birth of your child I was when my first child was when Kath went into labor with our first child um, I was in the middle of interviewing a football manager in the Premier League when I used to work in football and I, I said to him before the interview I said do you mind if I keep my phone switched on because and I explained and my phone rang and I remember the, the manager who's called Alan Kerbishley who's the manager of Charlton Athletic he just went go 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 run 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 <laughs> And I did, and I, you know, I think you've got to. That's be there. cool. And I don't see why. Look, I'm not as um, important, rich, successful, famous uh, uh, as Wild Van Aert. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Wild Van Aert, on the other hand, is a man doing a job. Yeah, and like I was a man doing a job, and I think that you should drop everything to be there for the birth of your child. And uh, and and not so long ago. I think that directors, sportives, and teams would say, "No, no, no! You're paid to be at the Tour de France. You stay here." Yeah, I think that's that's what what they usually do. And but I actually think it should be like women now have um, pregnant maternity leave. But I think something like this should be for a couple of days or a week or whatever for men as well. Don't you think? Yeah. Yes. I yes. Too. I completely 100%. agree. Yeah. 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 And. Um, well, maybe you should have the Tour de France exemption. Maybe he could be allowed to return to the race. Oh, you <laughs> imagine. But, but yeah. without a Dossard number, you know, and no points and no GC time. He'd just be in the race, kind yeah. of like there, you know. And a heavy bike. <laughs> yeah. 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 He has to have a kid's seat on the back. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. No, may, Pete, what were you pointing out over there to the left? You well, Sorry, the, the sunflowers. Oh, the like, sunflowers. You pointed pointing at the sunflowers. There was you're still there was like it was like the field was cropped and then there was like one or two or three and there was a bunch of five and then there was none <laughs> so i was just saying looks really weird at this time of year when it's just not a full field oh, so know, this is this is this is this year's kind hay of bales yeah it's hay bales isn't it it's yeah, like basically. or just like confusion full circle right? sunflowers how does that work <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah anyway um right okay well, uh, yeah actually what yeah david and i don't know ned could you imagine not going to the birth of your child to be at a bike race? Because I thought, I mean, everyone's different, different cultures, different upbringing, yeah. different whatever, but I just couldn't. I came perilously close in 2013 with the birth of Harvey. Did you? Because he was due 
two days before the Giro d'Italia. And I had to get special dispensation from the UCI to do my blood test the morning before the race. And he and he was born literally two days before and I flew out like 12 hours later to do the Giro. Oh, that Whoa. must be hard. That, that was really hard, hard. the stupidest thing I ever did. I crashed yeah. on the first day and then <laughs> yeah. packed the race. Like, <laughs> and then you went so, back home again. Yeah, then I went back home. No, so I had a what? terrible two weeks of the Giro. Oh. Missed the first two weeks and yeah. yeah. So yeah. don't do that, kids. I flew to <laughs> Ride London um, three days after Emerson was born because um, one of the Colombian riders hadn't sorted his visa out and I was like, yeah, don't you worry about that visa, mate. I've just um, had to leave my son after three days. Oh, man. Glad to see you on top of things. <laughs> but yeah, it's just part of being a professional sports person, I guess. And how did your wife's react? How was your wife's reaction? To my wife's you? a trooper. Um, <laughs> Cole's amazing. Yeah, she she just knew that I wanted to do the Giro and, and took care of little Harvey and Archie on her own for 12 days until I was back again. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So I guess cool. it's, um, yeah. So I was very lucky in that respect. Yeah. All right. Well, um, welcome. I hope you've enjoyed the first podcast, Ellen. And uh, and uh, I did. So now I'm I'm in it every evening. Or uh, yeah, I'm afraid you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good to know. And the way this podcast is kind of fizzling out, as you can tell, we haven't got that much to talk about. We're going to lean heavily on you for generating content and sort of kicking off conversations and ideas, Ellen. All so right. All right. We're pretty tired now. So you've <laughs> got some fresh legs. Yeah, fresh legs in the car. The tour is long. The tour is tour long. Is long. And, uh, <laughs> Paris is far. But, but day by day. Day oh. by day. Oh, Merch. 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 Yeah. Merch. <laughs> Merch. <laughs> Almost so, forgot oh, we're good at this, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, well, that's because I started to slip into universal language just, yeah. just a little bit there. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. have our latest um, T-shirts t -shirts and tote bag bundle. <laughs> a tote bag bundle. Available. Um, <laughs> Everything else is sold out. Yeah. Everything's gone. So here we go. Link in the show notes. Oh, go we'll for it while yeah, they okay, last yeah, yeah. because you all know we do limited runs. So, so we've got a much bigger amount of stock in of these and they are they're celebrating the phrase it's normal. Eh? <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> Sounds very Belgium. <laughs> it's very Belgian. It's very it's very di director sportif. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's normal. Eh? Uh, they're celebrating that and you will have a look if you click on the click on the link in the show notes and we um yeah so we've done a much bigger run of these haven't we david but yeah, well, we've already sold through over a quarter of them a quarter of them gone them in 24 hours yeah so yeah. that's how quickly they're going um and it does f keep keep us in you know birthday cake and um crisps crisps yeah you guys are so popular thanks Anna. <laughs> <laughs> don't deny <laughs> no <laughs> you never deny uh compliments no, no. Oh, and you have a good in. looking fashionist <laughs> yeah um, fit as well fit, fit <laughs> as hell <laughs> running the show it's uh, it's crazy all right see you again tomorrow bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 